Hey everyone and welcome back to The Culture is Black, a podcast series dedicated to spotlighting black creatives. I'm your host Jennifer, culture editor at the influencer intelligence platform Cork, and in this season we'll be exploring all things TikTok. So, let's get into it. As many of you know or could probably tell, TikTok has become one of the most popular video sharing apps in the world. Not only do its trends spur a craze that make its way cross-platform and into real life, but TikTok made a record this year as the first non-Facebook-owned app to reach 3 billion downloads. And while its rapid growth can largely be credited to the pandemic, I mean, who can forget the endless challenges that came out during lockdown? We had Savage, Tootsie Slide, The Renegade, etc., etc., what would the app be without its body of talented creatives, dancers, musicians, and comedians? Today, I'm joined by one of the UK's biggest creators on the app, Bash the Entertainer. How do cats like their steaks cooked? <laughs> Rare. Known for his short comedy skits, reaction videos and distinctive laugh, Bash gained recognition on Facebook before making his TikTok debut in 2020. I got to speak to him about his journey on the app so far and why he turned to platforms like Vine to create online video content in the first place. Hey Bash, welcome. How are you doing? You're right. I'm good, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime, anytime. So the aim of this series is to explore TikTok, its black creators, and sort of how they have shaped the app. And I just want to first off say congratulations on reaching 4 million, even though I know it's been a few weeks and you're already on five. Well, about to be on five. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm gassed, I'm gassed, I'm gassed. Yeah, probably by the time this episode comes out, you will be on five. Like, I saw that you're on 4.7, I believe, this morning. Yeah, so I feel like, that was yesterday. I feel like by by the end of next week or maybe end of this week or the start of next week, I'll be on five million. Oh, you definitely will. Does it always work like that? Does it or is it when you reach a certain million that it starts to sort of speed up? Like how does it work on TikTok? Do you know what? For me, the way it happened, like I wasn't really a big fan of TikTok. Do you know what I mean? I, I wasn't okay. really on it like that. Mm. But I used to feel like, oh, no, TikTok's for, like, youths and, you know, I was just the younger, the younger generation. It used to be called um, Musical.ly before that. Yeah. Then, so I wasn't really on it. I used to see, like, a, a, a lot of videos, but I wasn't really on it like that. And then I, I used to even diss my boys, like, go on TikTok. Like, bro, you're on TikTok, bro. That's okay. <laughs> bro, and then when I went to see a few of my boys that live in Kingston in London, they were doing TikToks, and I was like, wow, like, you guys are actually, you know, getting the, the numbers up and, they're getting brand deals and stuff, and you know you've got a, a, a big following. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I said, you know what? When I go when I go home, I'm gonna really work hard and try and get my numbers up. So I left London. I came back to Scotland, and I just took, I had an account already as well. Because you know what I mean, hypocrite, right? So <laughs> I went back went back on my account, and then I just started posting gibberish, man. I just posting stuff that were me in it, and I know like I wasn't trying to be anyone else. I was just being bashed, you know what I'm saying? Like laughing around and stuff. And then it started picking up. Mm. It started picking up. Like, my, my videos start going up and stuff. And people are like, oh. Because I already had fans on, like, Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. But they didn't really see me on TikTok like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. So it started blowing up and stuff. And then 
one time I did this video that went mega, mega viral, which is, I don't know, like 40 mil or something. Rihanna, like, I love it, bitch. You know, man, it work, 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 but what the fuck, like... <laughs> That's when I realized, you know what? Let me stick to this. <laughs> from there, I grew, I went 30, 80, 100k, 900k, boom. And then it just grew from there. Yeah. I feel like within a year, I've grown, I've grown 5 million followers. Wow. So which, is, which is like really, really crazy. That's insane. I feel like you had, a lot of people might not actually know this, but you started on Vine, right? Am I correct? Which for yeah. me... I'm not going to lie. I was very hesitant to join TikTok because I'm pro-Vine. I know it's dead, but it will always have like a special place in my heart. So um, how did that sort of come about? And how did that, you know, like what led you to creating online content? I, I don't even know how I got into it. Do you know what? Mm. I downloaded Vine and then I used to watch a lot of Vines. And I really, I thought to myself, you know what? Let me jump on it as well, see if I can do something. Yeah. So I started making like six second videos, which was like, you need a punchline within those six seconds, which was like mad. And um, so like, I just started doing, like, comedy videos on Vine, like, you know, like, when I go to the club and a girl rejects you, like, you get a drink phone in your face, or my mom says, go wash the dishes, or living in an African house and stuff. Mm. And then it just started, little by little, it started blowing up. I was like, oh, this is mad. And then a few of, like, a few really big Vine guys that were from the States started reposting my stuff as well. And I was like, oh, that's lit. So, um, and then when that happened... I just stuck to it. I grew for a big following in Vine. And then one day I came in, I sold, I had, I think I had like two to 300K followers on Vine. Yeah. And then I got verified as well. I got verified. And then two days later, Vine stopped. No way. <laughs> I was oh, gassed. I was like, oh man, nice. And then I was like, yeah, Vine is sick. I got verified. I, got, I had my little green V. I was like, oh my God, I'm a, I'm a Viner. And then two days later, I hear, oh, breaking news, Vine is gone. I get into my account, it's not refreshing. I'm like, yo, what, what? Oh, my God. And awful. after that, I was like, you know what? Well, Vine is gone. What else can I do? At the moment, mm. like, Facebook was popping. So I jumped on Facebook and I started doing videos on Facebook little by little. But the thing is with me, I, f- I forgot about Instagram and YouTube. Yeah. I myself so much on Facebook. And then from there, I grew a massive following I started doing a, a, a videos with different brands like Unilad and Live Bible and stuff. And then a few videos went viral. I started getting calls from like All Star, Link Up TV, Grand Daily. Like, oh, can we share your video? I was like, yeah, you can share it. As long as you tag me, it's fine. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, Instagram. And then that's when I realized, and I went to Instagram, I started posting on Instagram as well. And so, oh my God, YouTube. And I went to YouTube and I started posting on YouTube. And then I just became like, I, I, I told myself, you know what? like use every platform don't even let one like go by you you know what i'm yeah. saying like, that's the way i think right now and then from there facebook blew up and then instagram blew up youtube blew up and um yeah that's when you know bash entertainer was born I'm, um, before i used to just go by basho which is my name and i used to just call myself basho but i i'm a big fan of cedric the entertainer i don't know if you oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And i love cedric the entertainer and i thought to myself you know what I this is kind of what I do. I mean, mm. we laugh. I, I do music sometimes, and I kind of act sometimes as well. So yeah, I'm an entertainer. You know what I'm saying? So I just gave myself that name, and um, boom, and here I am today. Now people don't even call me Bash Entertainer; just call me Bash. 
that is honestly amazing. And I think it's really interesting how you utilized Facebook in particular, because Mm. I think a lot of people forget that Facebook is, you know, as much as it people associate it with it being boring and for older people, it is another platform to create content and videos. Yeah. And obviously it proved to be a success for you. Um, so for those of you know who don't watch you, how would you actually describe the content you produce? Because I feel like part of what makes your content entertaining is your laugh. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's really infectious and <laughs> it's sort of like when you hear it, it just makes it more like, oh, okay, I really want to watch more videos from this guy because he actually <laughs> makes me laugh inside and it's quite funny. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like it, you know, brightens people's day. So yeah, how would you describe your content? My content is just live, man. It's hype. <laughs> It's vibes. I I just I'm really big on on like mental health, right? So I went for a lot, right, like mentally, and mm. I'm like hundred percent. I just want everyone to be happy. Yeah. I want everyone to smile. I want everyone to laugh, and that's basically what my my, my videos are about. Like I don't know. I mean, some may may say it's comedy. I, I I'm a joker. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm a joker. I'm just. I just I love bands and I like I like to laugh like anything makes me laugh like to the point where I can literally look at a bowl of je- like a jello and slap the jello and laugh. <laughs> but I don't know my my content is just yes yeah, it's, it's comedy it's I don't know man just vibes in it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's the best way to sort of describe it. Do you feel like TikTok is partly what helps facilitate your content like I feel like on TikTok you can literally post anything and mm-hmm. everything um do you feel like that's why I guess maybe you're doing so well so quickly in comparison to maybe like I know you said Vine kind of shut down like after you got verified but mm-hmm. I think I also watched in your documentary how you said you weren't getting the British audience on Vine mm-hmm. as much mm-hmm. um so do you think TikTok has sort of contributed to that I feel like it, it has basically, yeah, it has because on on Facebook, I was I kind of grew a big following on Facebook already, so mm. I was I was basically known as I used to be called the the, the Facebook guy, <laughs> and it was the Facebook guy. You're the Facebook guy, you're the guy on Facebook, you're the guy on Facebook. I was like, okay, that's fine, mm. and then he changed to oh, you're the guy on Insta, you're the guy on Insta, and I was like, okay, but I feel like TikTok has added a lot to to my success. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've got like I think I've got a lot of British fans on TikTok than I do in any other platform. Like, if you look at my Facebook, it's mostly like Australia, States, Germany, France. You look at my Instagram, is the same like Canada. I'm thinking, bro, like, I'm getting like views from Canada and I ain't getting nothing there. Yeah, but, like, TikTok is mostly the UK that watch my stuff, which is which is really really sick. So I've got like um my following is just all over the world. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm really like appreciative of, like all that. You know what I'm saying? And when I go to London, it's like like see when I'm here mm. when I'm here it's like it's different like people will see me like they'll notice me like oh something you go a long time don't see da 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 and like they'll, they'll show love but they see me every time because I live here yeah but in London I don't really live there so like, when I go there and then I get stopped in the street and I think this is mad like this is nuts and then now I don't go by the Facebook guy anymore now it's the guy on TikTok so some know my name which is cool because if they see me on like Fort Asylum and stuff which is good mm. and uh, yeah I feel like yeah like TikTok has really added a lot to what I'm doing and really shown like what my content is about. Like I don't always want to like just do the same content. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I do reaction videos sometimes or I do dances. I sometimes I use my weight to make funny videos as well mm. because like I'm that guy and I love myself in it. And I just want everyone to, to be the same because I see a lot of videos where people like, oh, like someone said this in your comments and then they do a video to it. Like, oh, I love myself. I'm like, bro, listen, like 100%. 
you need to love yourself like this some of these apps can be very cool so i just try and spread as much positivity as possible like that's my that's my aim like i i literally want to change the world like that's my thing i want to make everyone i want every time when i walk in the street everyone just like <laughs> do you know what i'm saying yeah like i'm not i don't want it to be like like fake or like to be masked like but just I just don't even want to be happy, man. And people worry so much about things and it makes everyone miserable. Like I've been through that and it sucks. Mm-hmm. It really sucks to, to, to a point where you can't even believe the things that come into, to, into my mind that I want to do to myself. But I said to myself, you know what? You're like, you only got one life in it. So you yeah. have to live it. You have to live it as much as possible. And if I can help people around, uh, along the way, then I'm going to do it because I don't want anyone to feel the way I felt when I was going through that stage. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I just want to spread good vibes. You know, yeah. that, that's the aim. And that actually leads me to my next question, which I just right. genuinely find interesting because, you know, from what I've seen, you're seen as like a local hero in Drum Chapel. Is that is that how I pronounce yeah. it? Yeah, that's the ends. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, which is like an area in Glasgow. And yeah. I just kind of wonder, like, what is it like being a black creator from Scotland? Because... I watched your documentary and I've read some interviews where you've literally said that you used comedy to sort of like address racism. And I feel like mm. often you see this with black creators, black comedians, black musicians, for example, who just use their work as sort of a coping mechanism. Mm. Um, and I just wonder how, you know, it compares living and being and producing content in Scotland to someone from London, for example, or who lives in England, where it's a bit more diverse? When I was in school, like, yeah, obviously, I, I got bullied a lot because of my race, obviously, and also of my weight. I escaped all of that was being the clown, the class clown, to be honest. And people got to the point, like, yo, like, I know this guy's black and like, we don't really like his skin colour, but he's funny, so let's make him our friend. So yeah. that's basically how we went, do you know what I mean? But I feel like being a black creator in Scotland, it's good, do you know what I'm saying? It's good, but the one thing that really makes it a bit, there's not really a community, there's not really a black community up here, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's not really a lot of influencers that are black that do things together. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you, like, in Scotland, I've got a lot of friends that are in it, like, that do music, some do acting, some do, really, everyone is, like, <sighs> competing and against each other. It's mad. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, like, let's do content together. Oh, yeah, 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 And then automatically in the head is thinking, oh, yo, this guy wants to do content with me. Um, he might, he's, trying, he's trying to get bigger than me. And I allow it. And then there's just, like, people move like that. Like, no one's really, like, close. Yeah. Like, I'm friends with you. I know you. I've known you from day, like, but let's do something. So, yeah, 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 but it won't happen because everyone is so, like, not against each other, but, like, they're like, nah, I'm trying to do my thing on my own and all that. But the thing is, but in London, it's different. In London's like I like coming to London because there's more of a like black community down there. And when I go to London, I see a lot of creators that, that I want to work with. Yeah. Even if even if they're from Birmingham, they come down London, we do videos together, we chill. And so probably like, this is this is lit because yeah, we're all like you know the same colour and you you ain't even afraid to work with me. You don't see me as as prey or as competition. You just want to vibes and do videos, do you know what I'm saying? That's why I like I like going to London a lot because there's a lot of there's basically more people like me down there, you know. So there is here as well, but I don't know. Sometimes here, they, a lot of them move a bit funny. I just want the community up here to just be very close because we can do things here. Like we can, we can make things happen here. Like I, I, th- I was speaking to my to my friends over there. I was like, bro, there's never been a premiere here. 
Mm. No premiere, no red carpets. The only thing we got here was once we had, I don't know, was it, was it the Brits? The Brits was here? The Brits was here once. There's concerts here, which is calm, but nothing happens here. Yeah. Which I mean, you want to do VidCon? London. Um, like somewhere in the city? London. Like everything happens just now. I think, bro, let's do things. Let's make our city blow up. Do you know what I'm saying? But everyone out here is just like they're just on their own own circle. I know, I know you're trying to do your own lane. There's no problem. Like, but bring everyone in. I always start bringing everyone in. I have, I have my squad now that I work with. So because we're all trying to do the same thing, mm. we're always close to each other. We help each other out. We chill together. We do videos together. And I said to myself, listen, bro, like in a couple of years' time, this little crew is going to be quite big because. We, we're going in that direction. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I'm it's basically doing what I'm trying to do, to be honest, trying to make everyone come together. But it's, it's hard when everyone has an ego. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, hopefully, as well, in years to come, like you've just said, following like your success, hopefully you're going to inspire a whole new generation in Scotland where, you know, younger Black Scottish creators are like, well, I saw Bassi Entertainer do this. That means that I can to follow in their footsteps and hopefully then it will become more of a community rather than you know people wanting to do individual work because it's such a shame like I think sometimes we're always too focused on London being the epicenter of like black creatives when you know there's so many people in the Midlands there's so many people in Scotland there's so many people in Wales like and I feel like it adds to overall the whole black British identity and culture so it's such a shame to hear that that's how it is in in Glasgow mm-hmm. um but I think it's great that nonetheless you're still trying anyway. And I really hope that, you know, something comes out of it. Oh, that's... Yeah. So how has it been so far, you know, following your popularity on TikTok? Um, Aside from, you know, the conversation we just had, how Mm -hmm. are you finding, you know, your sort of viral success, if if that's what you want to call it? um... Man, (laughs) it is amazing. (laughs) It is amazing, hundred percent good. Like <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you, it's changed my life madly. Mm. It's really changed my life madly. Like every time, I, I, you you spoke to my manager Harry, you know? Yeah. Harry basically, I, I pay, he pays me every end of the month. Mm. Every time Harry pays me, I cry. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Oh. Like, whatever happens, if he goes, I don't care. Every time Harry pays me, I cry because I'm still shocked. Mm that this is happening. I'm thankful. Like, I, I, I knew that God had a plan for me. I knew, I knew God was going to do this for me. Like, I'm always happy. I know this 100%. But when something that you've been praying for and God makes it happen for you, you're just overwhelmed with happiness. Yeah. When your blessings, blessings start landing to you, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, it's been very, very crazy. Like, it's changed my life. And the fact, just the fact that I can, I can walk down the street and you know who I am and you ask me for a picture... That's that, that that melts me, bro. It melts yeah. me because I, I've I've never thought any day in my life that I'll be the guy that I am today. And like I like the fact that I get all these gifts and I can share it with my my, my brothers, my my friends, and it's I, 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 sometimes I feel like Santa Claus. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's really really cool. Like I, I really really appreciate everything that's happening to me. Like it's crazy. Um, I've changed my mom's life. I've changed. I'm helping everyone, man. As, anyone I can I can help is what I'm doing. I love that. That's so sweet. And I feel like, you know, obviously me being African as well, mm. I just feel like, you know, our parents come to this country and they work so, so, so hard. So to be able to give back mm-hmm. um, 
is just like one of the best feelings ever. So I can only imagine like okay. how you must feel. It's very awesome. It's very, 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 very awesome. Like just the way everything happened. I remember like when I told moms that I want to do this, she wasn't on it. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> she was not on it. She was like, nah. And then for like a four, four months, she like, she didn't speak to me, man. Like, <laughs> she, she was like, she was sending me prayers on WhatsApp and that, but she won't speak. <laughs> and then like one time when I got paid for mom, like, look, boom, check. I'm getting paid like this. It can be more, but I'm just giving an example. And then she was yeah. like, okay. If you love doing this and it makes you happy and you know it's gonna work, then all I can do is just pray for you and we'll see what happens. And now I don't even get that. All, all I get on WhatsApp is bling. I open a WhatsApp and I'm like petrol, <laughs> and then bling. You see this bag, and then bling. You see these shoes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, you know the one that says you don't want me to do comedy, and now you're here sending me. Honestly. But that's what it is, though. I feel like with African parents, they need to see results. And once they see results, that's when they will really fall, like, climb on board. Like, if you just say it and say it, and they're like, what is that? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, do you have any advice for people who are looking to jump on TikTok or just, like, make a career by producing online video content? Three things. Number three, mm. do it. <laughs> do it do it please do it number two consistency like consistent you have to be very consistent like just every time no matter how dead you think the video is keep posting Mm. and number one is patience people start and then after a week you don't see results you give up you start after a month you don't see results you give up and then it's like why yeah like I'm never gonna lie. When I first started, I wasn't popping. It took me like just one thing I always tell people is, I started from zero. You know, mm. when you start TikTok, you have zero followers, and it's the way you work, the way you consistent on your on your on your graph that it happens the way it is. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I always encourage everyone, yo, bro, like do this. Like I'm, I'm not. Some people say, oh no, I don't have the time. No, it's not easy. When I tell people, listen, bro, like you don't chill with me. You see what I do. You see what I've done for, for my family and all that, you can basically do the same thing. Yeah. Jump on. I will help you. I will post you. I will share you. We can do videos together. I will do that. Oh, yeah, I'm on it. Boom. And I'm like, nah, bruv, it's not my thing. It's long. Editing and that is long. Mm. But I've gave you the advice. You can do it. Do you know what I'm saying? And then like, a couple of my boys, I started doing it. They started to see results. Someone 200K, someone 500K. They're like, we've seen results now. They've, they've got management now little brand deals now and then. I think, bro, look what happened. I told you. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, do it. Be consistent. Have patience. Don't just give up halfway through. I mean, like, there's been times where I wanted to give up. Mm. I really wanted to give up. Like, bro, like, this is not happening for me. I'm making no P's. I'm getting no numbers. But I just do it still. To the point where it became, like, I don't even do it for the money. I just do it because I love it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's, that's my advice, man. Like, and the end result is always beautiful <laughs> like it's it's amazing like I'm telling you I always tell everyone like I even wanted to go to my school to do like a little lecture on social media because a lot of kids see like TikTok and all that they see YouTubers and all that mm. and I know deep down they want to do things like this and they get to a point where like they see like it's been very exhausting because a lot of people expect to get viral and famous within a day or within a week yeah but it doesn't happen like that you just have to let the world know who you are. Let the app know who you are. 
let them see the content that you are. And then people see your personality, they see who you are, they'll, they'll start loving you and then gradually you start growing. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, do it consistent and patient. Yeah. And then you'll see the end results. It's true. And I feel like, you know, fortunately, TikTok leaves room for literally anyone and everyone to sort of create their own space and create their own room. And actually going back to Vine, how would you compare TikTok and Vine? Because I feel like there's obviously a massive difference now because TikTok has elevated and now, you know, brands have jumped onto TikTok in a way that they, you know, couldn't with Vine. But like... The thing with Vine, Vine was basically, you had to be funny. Mm. You had to be funny and your video had to be clever for it to bang. Do you know what I mean? On TikTok, it's basically everyone. Mm. On Vine, well, you, you, can, you can do music, which is cool. Like, you can do music, you can do comedy, which is all good. Um, on TikTok, it's music, it's comedy, it's fashion, it's vlogs, it's holidays, it's, it's business, that there's everything. So food, like, there's, there's a lot. Yeah. Like, you, you click on my, my For You one for you page, all you want to see is food, man. <laughs> difference between Vine and TikTok is more like um, open space for everyone, and it's different varieties of things. Like it has more content, but yeah, man, TikTok is awesome. Like a lot of people you you see on TikTok, like they're just trying it out to see how it goes. Mm. There's, a, there's a lot of people, like different creators, like yeah, like TikTok is just like that. You have singers that do that do videos, like singing challenges. You've got dancers, like like Nefe Nefe dances, which is she's very sick. Oh, she's she sick. A, I mean, there's a lot of challenges that are on TikTok are from her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, there's basically a lot, man. There's people that do acting, like they do like little skits, part one, part two, part three, part mm. four. And then you get into it and you just start watching it. Everything, man. Everything. There's some some pages just they just show you cars. Just <laughs> <laughs> they just show you cars. And then another page will is it'll be like um iPhone hack part one. So there's a there's a guy called the, the iPhone hack guy. He's on part 150 now. Oh my god. <laughs> And then there's hacks that you don't even know. You watch his page to see hacks. Oh my gosh. And it's beautiful. Like it's, everyone is so creative like, on, mm. on what they like. So, so, so creative. Some people even like, they use their page and they'll put their baby on their page. And then their baby will get 10 million followers <laughs> because it's just cute. No, it is. There's this page. I think it's called like, she's called the Yeet Baby or something. And she always spills like, juices and drinks and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. And then I saw a tweet that was like it showed like her most recent development and she managed to pour apple juice into a cup and everyone was like, I feel like we've come on such a, a far journey, journey with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless her. I think that was really, really beautiful. And I think that's what made me realise as well, like how, you know, um how it feels like a community on TikTok in a way as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's great. How would you as well like advise brands to sort of reach out to creators on the app so like brands often don't know how to be as creative on platforms like tiktok i I mean we're seeing it more now but i still feel there's a bit of hesitance there well the one thing i I love working with every brand to be honest like Mm. they always i always have a good team around them but the one thing i always 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 want to tell a brand is if you want to work with like content creators let them make the content their way yes because when a brand tells you to make it the way they want it never pops. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? It won't be as original. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. when you tell me to do something, oh, 100%, you'll find you know it's not you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? True. 
So like, when I do ads on, on, on TikTok, I always say, like, let me make it my way. Because if I do it my way, it will pop. Yeah. When they give me, like, creators rights, like, to make it my way, when I post it, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, just brands to allow content creators to make the content that they want their way. Yeah. If you want to use me for something, let me make it my way. I'll show it to you. If you have a little tweaks, you have a little tweaks that I want to change, I can do that. I'll change it. But let me let me make it my way. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to to not be afraid to uh, contact creators and all that, and also pay them what they're worth. Oh, a hundred percent. Please, like, pay them what they're worth. Like, I hear a lot of a lot of my my boys that tell me what they they what like they charge and what's been happening, and it hurts. It really hurts. And I'm thinking to myself, like. It's, it's a mad it's, it's mad it's really really mad like you can someone that's done so much and he's grown so much he's got like a big massive following and for a little brand you give him like chip change bro yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah pay them what they're worth man, because you're trying to use me to 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 boost your business so pay me what i'm worth don't just because i don't really know how to say price or i don't know how to negotiate no it's crazy and it, it's really annoying and i feel like you know I don't know if you saw it, but like last year, do you see that Instagram page? It was called like the influencer pay gap. And it's mm. sort of, it highlighted the discrepancies between um, black and people of color in comparison to white people and how much they're getting paid. And I feel like that's the first time that we've kind of seen in like the creator space, how much of a difference, you know, black creators in particular and white creators get paid. And I feel like it's so important to have more transparency about, you know, how much we're getting paid and how much we should be offering because there's not there's not really a rule book is there like in this sort of industry and it's very mm-hmm. very unfortunate that brands think that they can charge you know someone who has up to four five ten million followers on tiktok 100 pounds like that's absolutely insane ridiculous me like it's just numbers i know exactly how much someone should charge for something do you know what i'm saying yeah. and the fact that it, it, it gets to that it's, it's it's not right, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll get brands that'll come on TikTok. Oh, like you 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 have like a notification a brand wants to work with you, and then boom, I'll send it to Harry. Everything that happened that that comes towards me, I send it to her because I know if I if I negotiate it, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna yeah. work, work for that. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, man, I just I want everyone to just be equal, man. Because bro, I mean, I me, mean, I don't play games, man. Like, I don't play games. Like, the way I love myself. The way I see myself and the way I, I love my family and my friends, like and I, the way I'm going going to the way I'm going to my career, like yeah. I I don't like to be taking the piss out of. Mm. I I was I've been too depressed. I've been too stressed. Like I've cried so many times to the point where I was I'm not gonna lie to the point where I was suicidal. Mm. Today I'm okay by the grace of God. So no one can mess with me now. The only person that can shout out at me is my mom. That's it. Of course. Other than that, nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I'm, 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 I'm like, when someone messages me, I will help you. I will tell you my secrets. I'll give, every, I'll, everyone's got my number. Everyone's got me on DMs. Like, I, I like the fact that they come and ask me for how much that you charge for stuff. Like, that's how it should be. Yeah. But we should definitely know your worth. I hate the, the whole black and white thing. I hate it. Sometimes I don't have to talk about it because, like, sometimes I'm not, I'm not clued up like that. I don't know mm. a lot of stuff, but I, all I know is there's no difference between me and you apart from the colour. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know why she would get more than me. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. So I I get to the point where you, you have to treat me with mad respect and you have to treat people like me with mad respect. Yeah. Whether I have less followers than someone else, treat me with respect. Like, know my worth. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's how it should be. Like, really, really should be. I hate the fact that it's like that. And I hate the fact that someone will make something and then our right creator will take it and we do it and everyone thinks that person made it. Like, they take credit for a lot of things that, mm-hmm. that people have done, and I hate that. I'll like be sitting there, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. And I'll be like, huh? Bro, that's Sniffy's challenge. So, like, why are you, you know, tagged her? Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the fact that your app is blurred is because of my people, bro. Exactly. No, no, but that's true, though. I feel like what partly what makes tiktok what it is is because of black creators like and it's not only in america i feel like sometimes black british creators get left out of the conversation and so i just like want to ask as well like how how do we sort of change this narrative i know that the onus isn't on black creators but Mm. i just feel like you know for example with the black tiktok strike as much as that startup conversation, part of me is kind of sad because I feel like TikTok have not done anything to sort of respond to that. White creators who are really popular on the app haven't really done anything to sort of address the issue and sort of give a solution. So it's sort of like, what do we do or what do black creators do to make sure that, you know, we are credited or, you know, there is some sort of originality on the app? I had this idea, right? I feel like every time someone creates something, Mm. like they should just trademark and copyright on the spot mm. so if you use it you have to pay me <laughs> do you know what i'm saying like yeah. I, I really want it to be like that yeah because there's a there's a lot of things that have like black, black creators have done that it's being used all over the world and yeah they're not even making anything from it do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's mad like you make something trademark it's yours like if someone uses it there's a big sign in the bottom that says Bash the entertainer, so yeah. you can't say that you made it. Yeah. Anyway, you try to edit it, my name will still be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it should be like that. And every time someone makes content, like TikTok, should recognize this and be like, oh, "Listen, like if you use this sound or you use this, like this, like now what I do is like, um, if I put my song and then someone else remixes my song, mm. it will say this sound is from this person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It will let you play it, but it's like, like like that, but. More aggressively, man, because like it's it's all working out here, man. It's, it's mad. I don't get this stuff. It really baffles me, and it scares me as well. Because my, my my daughter, like, I want I, I don't want her to get to the point where she's treated like that, man. Just because mm-hmm. you're different, you know what I'm saying? I can already f- imagine in my in my head because of her hair and her skin, she'll get bullied. I know this hundred percent. Oh, you are so curly. Oh, blah, 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 blah. oh my god, you're dark. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying, like. It sucks. Like, I was literally a couple of days ago, no, like weeks ago, sorry, I saw an article by the Scottish Sun. 10 biggest TikTok stars in Scotland. Yeah. Like, oh, let me go read this. I may be in there. I'm not cocky, all right? I'm the biggest TikTok star in the whole of Scotland. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be cocky. It's, it's facts. No, it's facts, yeah. But I just saw... Number one, number two to number 10, I wasn't even in it. They were all white. Some of them had 10K followers. Oh, my God. I'm like, bro, where's Biggs? Where's Nathan? Where's me? Where's Nandi? Like, we're here. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, I just I just clear my head and I just I just say, 
oh sir just move on please because it stresses me man yeah. it makes me sad and when there's nothing i can do it sucks even more yeah ah, we just need to pray in it honestly i'm really hoping that i mean you know the conversations are starting and i feel like if this happened a few years ago where Vine would, you know, was at its height of popularity, I don't think mm. this conversation would have really been as prominent as it is right now. Like I'm still seeing newspapers and publications cover the fact that a lot of black TikTokers are on strike, which to me is kind of shocking because I feel like, you know, it happened like a couple of weeks ago. And normally in that sort of rotation, people would sort of be like, oh, okay, well, that's it. Let's move on. But the conversation is still being had to an extent. So I'm really, really hoping that, you know, this will sort of, direct some sort of change and it's like I feel like we're in an age where TikTok and all these platforms aren't going to be able to get away with it anymore because you know we have platforms like Black Twitter we have Black TikTok we have all these big voices that are going to help you know call call them out like look at Jalea Harmon for example like I think that was one of the best things I've ever seen to come out of someone's dances being stolen and then Black Twitter rallying up and then her getting the credit and the attention that she deserved. Though she could have a lot more, but, you know, so I'm just hopeful things will change. Yeah, man. It's the same with me, man. I just pray and say, you know what, leave it all in God's hands, to be honest. Amen. Um, So let's move outside of TikTok. I just kind of want to ask you know, about your projects on YouTube because you have a lot of collaborations with Foot Asylum and I think they are one of the best branded YouTube channels in the world. <laughs> like in the world. Foot Asylum is the only company that's really realised that, listen, black people need a platform. Have you realised every single video on Foot Asylum, even sometimes little Jack Fowler, little Bambino Becky Khan, Every time the content is black, and I love that. Whatever Fort Asylum offer me, I take it mm-hmm. because I just love them. Do you know what I'm saying? They they they've given a platform to so many people, to so 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 many people. Like Fort Asylum, they're awesome. They're really really awesome. Like the content that they do with Chunks and Philly, with Harry Panero. They've got me. They've got Mike's comedy. Like they put they've put on Mike's comedy. Mike's is, is doing really well now. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? They've got like, like Nadim is all. Like Nella Rose, they're oh, just yeah. given a platform to, to basically to, not to anyone, but like they want to help out everyone to just make it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you had the first ever Fort Asylum um, ad, the TV ad, and man, like Chunks Philly were in there. Like, I was yeah. gassed. I was really gassed. And I, I respect them 100%. I respect Fort Asylum 100% for what they're doing. Like they're literally early, you know what? Like they deserve a platform to to showcase what they, are, they, they, they can do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and we do that. And yeah. it's really awesome. Like, I, I, I no, no bad bills about Forza. I love them. Yeah, no, they're amazing. And so do you think along with them also sort of tapping into Black creators and also maybe emerging talent is ne- is what has made it so successful? Because like you said, you know, Mike's comedy being on there has helped propel his career. It's like mm-hmm. they kind of see the talent in them that maybe other brands may have not seen. And I feel like that happens a lot in cases. Like you will recommend, you know, a creator, some sort of talent and brands will be like, well, they don't have that many followers, so no. Mm. And they'll keep going for the same people with the same numbers rather than investing in people who are bound to blow any minute. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think they really. I don't think TikTok cares about like numbers. 
Yeah. They care about your personality. They care about what you can do in it. They care about like they just they just want your vibe to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, bro, like Fort Salem were awesome. And from them doing what they're doing, look how the YouTube their their YouTube channel grew. Yeah. Now they're on, on one million from all this beautiful content from yeah. just the shoot bit, from locked in, um Chef Asylum. Bro, that's lit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they're the goats, man. They're the goats. Yeah. Last question. Um, are there any upcoming projects that we should be on the lookout for? For me. From you, yep. Ah. I feel like you can't I feel like you can't spill anything by the looks of it. Do you know what all I want to say is it's going to be funny. <laughs> but how, for me myself, I'm just gonna be I'm I'm getting back into my YouTube. So Okay, good. Yeah, a lot more YouTube content, you know, a lot more skits, a lot more vlogs, a lot more pranks, you know, my family and all that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I'm I'm sleeping a bit on YouTube because I'm so focused on other things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, for asylum, yeah, man. It's coming, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Okay. I'm it's excited. Coming, coming. But even me, I'm gassed. I'm gassed. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being on today's show, Bash. It's been an absolute pleasure. Anytime. It's all good. It's all love. Thank you for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, then make sure to get involved in the conversation. Like, subscribe and follow us for more information on Instagram at Cork Studio. Don't forget to follow Bash the Entertainer on TikTok and we'll be back with a new episode next week. But until then, see you soon and stay blessed. <laughs>